Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Tribulation Farce, a Left Behind reread podcast brought to you by me, Tim Lanning, and my wife, Jennifer Cheek. Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. Here we are. We're covering chapters 13 and 14. Such doozies. We're getting close to the end of this book, which yeah. is like crazy. Yeah. We're I feel like, like it's gone so fast. It's because it's just a, f- it's just such a good book. <laughs> such a page turner it's such a page turner um We're, yeah only five five chapters left no yeah yeah so, i don't like it yeah only five and then it's gonna be freaking time for uh i forget which one's next hold nikolai. on nikolai i'm all is it nikolai next uh, oh hell yeah i'm looking at yep that's the next one nikolai and then soul harvest yes 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 uh these are the type of chapters jennifer that Caused me to say that I'm not reading these ironically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's got everything you want. I mean, these definitely did make me hoot and holler for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're page turner, they're beach books. Things are happening. Baby. I mean, people are getting freaking fire blasted mm-hmm. from the mouth. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely, it's trending up. It's yeah. at least interesting. Yeah. We have new characters in the mix right yeah, now yeah. showing emotion. Yes. That's true. We did get a good new character. Um, the circle is closing. The circle is closing. As they even say in the book. Uh, Buck and Chloe aren't being annoying anymore, which is a huge positive. Huge positive. Uh, yeah. Buck's, Buck's trending up. I'm, I'm, he's, he's, he's less. Annoying. I think they needed to have the literal forces of the devil <laughs> yes. against them <laughs> exactly. for us to fight. Like, okay, like, okay, okay. All right, I guess I yeah. side with you now. Um, but I will say some <clears throat> very interesting um, assumptions about Jewish folks in mm-hmm. these chapters. I was definitely eagle-eyed on the way they talked about some of these things, so I'm going to bring that up <laughs> as we talk about Do it. Do you think they hired sensitivity readers, Jennifer? Oh, absolutely not. They oh, hired wow. a Jew for Jesus to read this, maybe. Yeah, whatever is the opposite of a sensitivity yeah. reader is yeah. what they did. Like, can, yeah, can you make this more stereotypical, actually? I, you know what? I'm not even going to get into like, it, because we'll we'll get to specifics later. We're allowed to say this, right? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Exactly. That's good. Exactly. That's good. Just uh, having someone read the book as they stare at you, like, hmm, uh-huh. you liked it, no yeah. thoughts. And then the, eyebrow- the eyebrows are going up? Yeah. Nope, okay. Um, it is uh, July 15th. Um, we are um, post-GeeklyCon, post- yep. yep. Post GeeklyCon and post 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 GeeklyCon catch up. So now we're finally able to, you know, resume the old treadmills. Weird because we normal were normal schedule. Yeah, we, we haven't been on a normal schedule for a while, but we recorded so many back to back that it's felt like, at least on my end, that we haven't released anything. Yes, and, and it's I was not true, not true. But I was kind of laughing that I just released them all on the Patreon. 
like yeah. early. So, so that, they, that is, they've had quite the drought, but that's because yeah, they had three in a weekend. Yeah, that's, you know, that, them's the breaks. That's how it works. That's how um, it works. But actually, if you are a patron of our Patreon, Tim and I were literally just talking right before this. So we're going to put a little poll up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, will this come? Yes, this will come out in time for people to to comment on that, right? Yeah. Um, we're going to put a little poll up of what fun thing we can do for our patrons next. So we'll have some good options for you. Yeah, we already have uh, things that we know we would want to do and we know that you would want to do, but we figure why not help just us, poll? Yeah, help us choose which thing we do first. Yeah, it's not that we're not going to do the other things, it's just what will we do first? Yeah. You know? Yep. And we were going to start watching Leftovers the other day, but I was... So tired. It's, it happens, you yeah. know. I, I was telling Tim earlier, I'm like, I feel like I've been very feeling very stupid recently. <laughs> it was very difficult for me to do these notes for some reason. Like, I feel like I'm in an era of absorbing media and having yeah. a harder time putting it out right I now. I feel like it took me a week to recover from GeeklyCon. And part of that was like, oh, my brain just doesn't work. Yeah. And then I had, like, friends over. And it's like, okay, that made me tired for two days, you know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just – I think this is getting older, Tim. Yeah. It just takes us longer to recover from from pretty normal activities. I think you're wrong. <laughs> Chapter 13. <laughs> Ooh, spooky number. Uh-oh. Um, I wish they would skip Chapter 13. Yeah, I agree. Book. They should skip the 13th page, <laughs> and they should skip Chapter 13 um, because those are devil numbers. Yeah. Actually, I guess – is 13, like, really a thing in the Bible? I think it's not. 12 is a thing. It's a number. It's so many numbers in the Bible. So many numbers in the Bible. Uh, well, we enter this chapter with Stanton Bailey, who is not amused by the stunt that Buck pulled up eating a cookie on stage. Which I'm really glad they're like, hey, we just have to sprinkle this in. Yes, Buck got caught. Yeah. Yes, he's going to have to backpedal in front of his boss about <laughs> yes. it. Yes. Who was like, I cannot believe you ate a sack lunch. He, he kept saying sack lunch. And I, I'll, and Buck's like, whoa, he's hungry. And then, <laughs> I love this part. I'm always hungry, Bailey roared. <laughs> and, it, yeah, you know what? Me too, brother. I'm always yeah. hungry. Like, it wasn't a lunch. It was a cookie. I don't give a fuck. Don't do that. <laughs> you fucking freak. I thought no one could see me, you fucking freak. <laughs> you know everyone could Come see on. you, Buck. Is this your kink, Buck? Probably. Uh, yeah, no, Sam Bailey is pretty hilarious, like, every single time he's yeah. in there. And I don't look forward to him dying as an unbeliever. I just feel oh, like that's man. probably going to happen. I yeah. don't know. I'm worried about it. He's too cool to turn Christian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what I'm just I'm Well, just yeah, everyone either dies or becomes a bad guy or a Christian. Yeah, these are the only options Usually, for Usually two of those things, for so sure. So, I guess he's going to become a bad guy. Yeah. Or not. Shout out to the neutral people that die, but... Ah, <sighs> yeah. So, that... <laughs> Again, you guys have heard me complain about this a million times. The little back and forths in the chapter are just so annoying. That's yeah. literally all that happened in that part. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to push back on this time because it's clearly the auth- authors having a little cheeky. I Being know, cheeky. but it's annoying for me writing the notes because it's like <laughs> one thing happened. Change, change over to Rayford now, um, which we are doing actually. So Rayford, meanwhile, is sitting in front of Hattie. And he does not like this setup because he's like, kind of feels like Hattie's my boss now. What the I hell? Don't like that. <laughs> this this wicked slut being in charge of me. Um, Hattie continues to be a fucking boss queen because she says, Rayford, listen. <laughs> I still like you in spite of how you dumped me, all right? I would never do anything to hurt you. Number one, he didn't actually dump her. I no. think it's really, really funny that she's like, yeah, you dumped me. Like, yeah. what? Just gaslight Rayford to and hell. later in the <laughs> chapter, she kind of implied that, like, she just says something of, like, 
oh, did we almost get together? Right, right. No, she's always she's always like gaslighting him the entire time, like going back and forth in ways to make him always be like off balance. (laughs) And the she's she's, she's, Nikolai is rubbing off on her. Yeah, she rocks. Uh, uh, Rayford literally says. Somehow Hattie Durham had the capacity to rattle Rayford oh more than anyone else did, which is funny for two reasons, because she is being a monster. And yeah, and I support her, Queen. <laughs> I I support her wrongs. I don't think I do. I'm, Hattie's I'm never done anything wrong. Actually, the more that you push back on me, the more I'm going to defend her. <laughs> I think my whole thing is like that comes out in this, you know, chunk between Ray and Hattie is it's kind of baffling. Like at the end of it, they sort of land on a way that everything makes sense, a.k.a. why the fuck is Rayford here, and why did uh, uh, Hattie send right. those chocolates and things right, like, like that. Right, like, what the fuck was she doing? Right. What was her game? And she literally says, well, I, I just do what I'm told. And I, I do little oh, pranks, I do little jokes. Oh, yeah. And uh, she continues to gaslight Rayford about it, and then finally is like, I just do what I told. Which, the implication that the Antichrist, Nikolai Carpathia has the idea to get Chloe <laughs> presents so that they think that there's a stalker yes. in order to have them leave Chicago is is baffling. It's very stupid because let me tell you right now, I already came up with a better idea to make okay. them leave Chicago. Um, they should do some squirreliness with like making their house be condemned or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, it turns out like this is going to like sink into the ground now. So you have to leave. Or just like buy that whole subdivision and turn it into like the global community one adoption. Yeah, ex- exactly. So then it's like, well, we're going to be, we're pushed out of the neighborhood. Yeah. We might as well move now. There are a million different things that you could do other than just sending a little f- weird, creepy treats. <laughs> Rayford, what do you mean? Just because the past three subdivisions you've lived in have been uh, manifest destinied uh, by um, the global community, you're being crazy right now, Rayford. Yeah. But oh, man. It's, it's, uh, this is where it definitely feels a little eye-rolly of how much the main characters are the main characters of this book. I think it's more eye-rolly in the sense that this is like, these are the hijinks that Christians can think of. This is all, this is like as far as they can go. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and since this no is like, imagination. This is a nothing sort of, I guess you'd say plot. It's not a nothing plot line because it's like it deepens shit. But it like, just doesn't matter anymore. But, but basically, Ray's gonna do it if God tells him to. So it kind of makes sense that Hattie would try to get Rayford so that she could like girl boss him and gaslight right. him more. <laughs> but, the, him. but the book <laughs> doesn't even give our queen that. Basically, again, it's the Antichrist. The right, Antichrist it's not actually wants to her. Do, yeah. Like because. He goes, like, basically, they go back and forth about whole, this, all this weird shit, and then either at the end of this chunk or or later, he's basically like, well, why me? And it's, well, oh, Nikolai asked me who I would suggest, and I suggested you. So now Nikolai heard Hattie say, Ray, good. Yeah. So now he's like a pit bull. Right. And he's I, just I locked gotta on. Have I gotta have him. I gotta have this guy. It's well, maybe goofy. that's to maybe that's part of the the Lord scheme. That's the other th- okay. I was thinking about that as I was washing dish, where <laughs> it must it must be so Tim, red. Tim, sorry, I'm just a, Tim washing his dishes. Just thinking about just the anti-grass, thinking about left behind. <laughs> Not a negative thought in the world. It must yeah. be so nice being a Christian author. Because there's no such thing as plot holes. No, no. Uh, uh-huh. A lazy sort of writing, so to speak. It is literally God did it. God did it. God did it. <laughs> Trump, he hey, did it. Oh, God's in control. He made the Antichrist do this good, weird thing. Yeah. But not the 
bad. Well, again, we've already said the book will never say because they're cowards that everything Nikolai does is what God wants. Just right. like when I was, they won't take it to that step. Although, hey, I could see them maybe saying it because every now true. and then. You'll get one of these guys that'll be like, actually, yeah, God did approve this bad thing happening because yeah. he's in control and he, and he gets a pick. And it's like, wow, okay, yeah. buddy. <laughs> and that's why, you know, kind of another story of being a child. I never really understood why there was this, like, anti-Semitic vibe from Christians mm, towards mm-hmm. uh, Jewish folks for killing Jesus. I'm like, shouldn't we be thankful yeah, for that? That also was very baffling to uh, me. Why are we mad at Pontius Pilate? Right. Like, I get he, Judas. He's you know a traitor. What? Now that you've said this, Pontius Pilate, um, watching Righteous Gemstones, one, <laughs> one of the characters' children is named Pontius, and I'm like, that's a very strange choice for your child yeah. if you're a big mega, you know, mega church. I think Christian. that's the joke. But actually, yeah. but actually, you know what? Maybe he's actually correct. Um, they didn't think about it that hard. They just, I, I'm sure it's no, just a joke. It's no. just a joke. They picked a, a, a name out of the Bible. No, Jesse, no, Jesse Jimstone is actually a true Christian okay. and he did it for that reason. I could definitely see them on righteous. What do you mean we hate Jews? They killed <laughs> Jesus. We need that. It's a yeah, whole business. Exactly. <laughs> you dumbass. Guys, if you're not watching righteous Jimstones, you're fucking, there. you're missing out. Get it's so there. good. So there's one other uh, thing that Rayford thinks about Hattie that I just have to point out. Hattie sounded like a parrot. Carpathia had taught her well, if not to understand, at least to believe. They can, they will take any opportunity to be like, and just remember, Hattie is stupid, is a stupid bitch. She's a stupid bitch. She doesn't understand anything. Um, she's just a puppet. She's a parrot. Like, when, when, when Hattie is constantly owning Rayford. Yeah. If Hattie's so dumb, what are you, Rayford? Do you think the you Antichrist stupid is little stupid? Worm? No, the Antichrist is smart. He's, sure he has magic. But he doesn't always have to use his magic, right? Yeah. So the fact that, like, they throw these little jabs in, I'm like, just, just delight in your characters for a second. Yeah, like, leave Hattie alone! Cause it's def- <laughs> it definitely feels like, me off. it's absolutely Rayford that thinks it, but, like, it's not, you know, we've talked about this before, it's, it's, sure, it's not, it's a character choice, but it isn't, right? It's the authors who cannot help themselves. No, exactly. It's not just a character choice for Ray thinking it, cause I think, when you first see the, like, Hattie had the capacity to rattle Rayford, you could take that in, you know, a kind of a, a broad sense. Right. But then hearing this part of, like, she's a she's a dumb bird, like, literally. He, he can rat- she, she rattles him, but don't forget. Don't respect she's her for it. She's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess, like, I mean, she does say, like, I just do what I'm told. But then again, that's not what they're doing. Yeah, I don't I don't really fully buy that. Like, I, I this is my head canon that Hattie's actually smart. Um, so, Hattie talks to Rayford a little bit more and, like, kind of drops it, like, oh, yeah, I mean, I already mentioned to Nikolai that you're a Christian. And he's like, oh, what? Oh, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you fucking tell everyone, so it's not even good. It's gonna come out. It's like, <laughs> it's why do you care? He's not like he's the Antichrist or anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, since, uh, I can trust you, he's gonna steal that plane. Oh, my God, yeah. So, yes. So, so Hattie just, like, tells Rayford this, like, yeah, you know how... The president, oh my god, I don't know if you guys can hear this, but Laser the Cat is flipping out behind us, playing with a little toy mouse. He's losing it. Yeah, Hattie's just like, oh, by the way, you know how you're flying Air Force One to Israel? On the trial basis, he's just going to do it once. Just the trial basis. Well, it's actually not going to be Air Force One, because Nikolai's just going to fucking keep this plane. (laughs) 
like, what? What? <laughs> He's going to say, thank you for donating it to us, yeah. this gift. You're so nice. I don't... I, don't, I, I was, I was kind of lost a little this bit. This whole scheme is really confusing it's, to me. I think it's confusing. I mean, it's pretty sick of Nikolai. Like, yeah, I got a sick-ass yeah. plane now. I think it's confusing because it's just so one-to-one. It's Nikolai going, well, they would want to give it to me regardless because they want to help out the UN. So I'm, and I'm going to turn it into good press. You know, the president is so for the the global community that, uh, in time he will see that it's actually a good thing. But isn't that going to like piss the president off to be like, you just stole my fucking plane? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I I believe later Nikolai admits that. (laughs) He's like, yeah, they'll be a little rattled, but they'll get over it. But also, president has been like the number one like Nikolai Carpathia like fan yeah so maybe Which, he'll just be like actually I love that I mean you that's took my plane that's Nikolai's reasoning but this is because yeah, it's like uh, a tax loophole too oh my God, what? <laughs> since they are uh, just stealing the plane they're also s- stealing the crew so oh, that's if true. Yeah. Ray stays on the plane as the captain our goddamn tax dollars will be paying for him to fly, uh, you know, Nicolet to Iraq and so forth and so on. Now that's wild. That's wild. It's it's such a strange choice to throw in here and a strange thing that they think they can get away with. But I think that's what makes the book good. Is that <laughs> Tim loves it. Nicolai can just do the wildest shit. And the main characters are like, that is so fucking Go crazy. Off, King. And then <laughs> You know, everyone else has to be like, all right, fine, fuck it, still my plan, I don't care, all right. Um, I like in this part, too, that Hattie's all like, well, I mean, Carpathia's not going to have a problem with you being a Christian, because he's, like, basically a Christian. <laughs> Rayford's like, excuse me? What huh? are you fucking saying? <clears throat> and Hattie says about him keeping the plane and the president, they'll look like generous heroes, and he's doing that for them. That's Christian, isn't it? Isn't it? When you think about it, isn't it Christian to steal a plane? Yeah. And you know what? She is right. She is right. Um, it is pretty Christian to be like, I, oh, you, you, I took this gift from you. Yeah, it's like, I stole your PlayStation 5, and before you had a chance to be like, dude, what the fuck? Give me that back. I tweet or post on Facebook or whatever. Oh my gosh, you're yeah. such a good friend. I can't believe so-and-so is such a good friend. They gave me a PlayStation 5. And then, you, you know, I'm doing a good thing because yeah. now people are giving like, you Oh, wow, credit. you're such a good person. Exactly. What a gift. And there's no question about, like, what if I wanted to keep my PlayStation 5 yeah. or anything like that. I mean, like, like you know, on the one hand, it's a win-win situation because mm-hmm. I get a PlayStation 5 mm-hmm. and you don't get anything physical, <laughs> but people think you're cool. So, right, right, you right, know, right, it's right, even. right, 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 right. It's like, yeah, this isn't their idea, but, like, once I do it, they'll be like, okay, I guess I would have done it. Uh, Nikolai rocks. Yeah, no, Nikolai and Hattie Rock, they're a, a dream team, power couple, mm-hmm. I support them. Yeah, definitely. Meanwhile, Buck is interviewing a Mr. Rabbi Mark Feinberg. Mm-hmm. And the rabbi's like, I've got to get, I've got to get at the report. So he's like talking to him while he waits for the cab and asking him about how he feels about the whole one world religion thing. And the rabbi, his response is pretty interesting because he's like, yeah, I don't, I do believe God is a person and I don't agree with all these religions. Right. But if, if, if agreeing to this one world religion will allow us to rebuild the temple in Jerusalem, then, right. I, then that works for and me. And if all the other religions want to play ball, 
and it comes to my court, who am I to, you know, not saddle up, right? Like, it's very much him not being a believer in this idea, but he's like, well, if they're doing it, we'll do it too, because right. it's going to lead to more peace. We can tolerate so a, each other. Exactly. It's a very um, uh, a grounded take, I would say. I think it's like a, a smart idea to have a, a character like this sell it, because we really don't, we haven't really talked to trustworthy people about yeah. this whole thing, and it's like... There's no way this would work, and we, you know, before uh, uh, Feinberg gets his piece in, we don't really have anybody that is like agreeing with us. So it feels it feels insane. But even uh, Feinberg is like, yeah, I don't think it's gonna work. But yeah, I, I'm gonna try because I don't want to be the one holding it back. And hey, if it leads to any. Uh, you know, good things, and obviously I want the temple, so win-win, and when it falls apart, it won't be me who did it. Right. Or us who did it, he, right? he, Yeah, he may not necessarily think that the, the like, religion thing's gonna work, but he does think that temple's getting rebuilt. Yeah. Because he's like, I think it will be constructed within the year. Which, as a person who works in the architectural engineering construction industry, uh, I don't think so. Well, Except for it will, because it's a book. But that just uh, betrays that Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins don't know anything about building shit. I mean, you haven't worked with the Lord. <laughs> I haven't worked. You know what? You did. You you got me there. I have not worked with the Lord. And I will say they do mention uh, prefabricated walls yes. earlier. Which I think was them being like, okay, well, we okay. understand this is not really realistic. Right. That we can build an entire <laughs> temple from scratch like right. in one year. Because he said basically that everyone's been giving money for so long to get the temple back up. They already have a ton of money. And they already started building it uh, off site. We just, yeah. So I'm still, cool. I'm side eye. I do feel like the mid '90s was like super time for like modular prefab stuff. And maybe I'm just saying that because my parents got a modular house. Mm -hmm. uh, but I feel like there was like a craze of it in, sure. in that time period. I have no idea. <laughs> so maybe, so maybe that's why the, the you know Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins were like, no, no, they, they can do it with prefabricated Prefab stuff. Yeah, they they. Bought a minor stake in a, a, a prefab temple company. Yeah. And like, see, it's a good idea. Yeah. We like it. That's just my own little nitpicking that I like to do as I read this book. <clears throat> Buck and Rabbi Feinberger also talk a little bit about Cardinal Matthews, who we've been introduced to already. Right. He's who's the one. A, he's a fucking chump. He's a chump, but, but everyone is like, yeah, he's going to obviously be the new pope and yeah. leader of the one world religion. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, Rabbi Feinberg is all like, oh yeah, Cardinal Matthews, he believes Jesus was Messiah, but I sooner believe Carpathia is the Messiah. Like, uh -oh. oh my God. Uh -oh. Patty being like, he's a Christian. He's and then Messiah. Feinberg being like, he's the Messiah. Like, yep. oh Ruh -ruh. no. Yeah. And then being, he also being like, oh, well, of course Cardinal Matthews is a Christian. What do you mean? Of course. What are you talking about? And then Buck's like, are you sure? He's like, he was like, what are you talking about? Why are you asking these questions? He obviously, you, you're, yeah, you're, saying this Catholic cardinal is not a Christian. Like, well, he didn't get raptured by God. Good point. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So th then they start to get into the real meat of this conversation, which is what the heck is so important about rebuilding this temple? Right. Anyway. Uh, and, and the rabbi starts to kind of explain it, and he the, just like the, in general, like the, the way it is described is interesting to me. Jerusalem was the city where God would place his name and where his people would come to worship. I feel like the whole, like, place his name. Like, yeah. that's very, like, okay, you're, like, obviously pulling from, like, some some specific, like, scriptures. Yeah. <laughs> right now. I just, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, for sure. And then we end this little chunk by the cab showing up. And Rabbi Feinberg's 
like, oh, but like, you'll pay for this, right? Yeah. And also, till he earlier made uh, him pay for the like valet guy. So you know, hey, he he he's smart. Plus, Buck. I mean, he's, he's a king. He's, he's a king. We're getting Buck to pay for yeah, everything and for sure. Since we're not journalists, this feels really weird. But Buck is like, no, this isn't a big deal. This is kind of cheap for uh, uh, getting an interview. And since. Uh, the guy literally was talking about being a politician. Um, he, he's, he's schmarmy now. I can't, he can't help it. He can't help it. The rabbi's schmarmy now? Yeah. Oh, I don't, I didn't see it as him being schmarmy. I thought it was him being a little rascal. That's another way to say it. Uh, okay. Um, cover for another little sliver of a paragraph yeah. to <laughs> Rayford is sitting because Hattie has gone off to, I guess, uh, get Nikolai. And so Rayford pulls out. His New Testament Psalms combo. Now, do you remember these bad boys, too? I don't. I, really? It, it took me a couple times reading this. I'm like, this that's weird. Yeah, no, it was like a little, like, this is like your carrying Bible. It's I like, do it's remember It's got the only Bible. important stuff, which is the New Testament and the Psalms. Which the Psalms are fun to read because they're very straightforward. The Psalms are fun because they're they're comforting. Yeah. Like, it was very much like a thing. I definitely remember. It's like, oh, right, yeah, this is the, the New Testament plus Psalms. Part, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I was more of into those really tiny Bibles that are like an inch and a half. You ever see those things? Those things I don't are crazy. like that. Yeah. I don't like that. What's the point of that? You gotta get out your big ass magnifying yes, glass. To I read think it? literally. I, I don't. I think it was kind of a bit, and that's why I thought it was good. It's a good bit. What if you kept it like on your heart, and then that was the thing that kept you from getting shot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it could and would definitely. Uh, and of course, since I'm still reading on Kindle, you know the Bible verses is uh, friggin' underlined oh as hell that oh, right, Ray yeah. reads. I like honestly just like skipped over. It was some you know what. It was like normal psalm shit. It, it, hearing it like nowadays, it does feel really weird of like, nothing bad. Yo, just believe in me, buddy. Nothing bad will happen to you. You'll be safe. Totally fine. No, there'll be no plagues, baby. All you got to do is, is is be a part of my shit, baby. It actually, there was literally a song that was to that mm. uh, verse. And that was what was immediately in my brain. He who dwells in the secret place of the Lord Most High. Any other evangelicals out there know that song? Shout out. Shout out. Uh, he who dwells in the secret place. Yeah, I know it. I just needed to prove it a little bit to you guys. <laughs> we, we do, we all, we all know that you know a hymn. It's not a hymn. It's not a it's hymn. It's a praise and worship song. It's a, it's not a hymn? No, it's not like, a, I, I think of a hymn as like an old, old. Is it a hymn book? No, it was like a praise. It was like on a, on a projector. Oh, fascinating! Yeah, one of those guys. Damn. Yeah. If I, my assumption is, I haven't heard it. It's in a. It's a dusty old green book. No. In the pew. But it was like not probably like not cool enough mm. for your church because you were like beyond it. We were like my church had just kind of warmed up to some praise and oh, worship right, get music. You, gotcha, gotcha. So this gotcha. is like a more classic. Like probably, I'm guessing like from the 80s. It was like the first praise and worship song. Yeah, I honestly feel like it may have been like from Hillsong. <laughs> um, I, I do not doubt it. You know what? I'm just gonna look at it really quick. By David Morris. Oh, I'm sh- guys. <laughs> I'm so fucking right. It's from 1988. Hell yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm anyway. satisfied with myself that I could ping exactly the time provenance of this fucking praise and worship song that my and, church used to sing. And uh, uh, what bit of information is that taking up in your brain that oh, should be there instead? Well, like probably you know like any of my various tasks that I need to True. do to make my life better. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, all that good stuff. Well, let's go back to Buck. Um, and since it's a scene interstitial, 
going back. It's got to start with a bang. And Rabbi Feinberg just starts reading to the, or starts screaming to the temple. Basically oh saying. Oh my God, that part, they really were like, we're being so we're silly, being so right, silly now. right now. Basically saying, okay, we got distracted for a second, but let's go back to talking about the temple. And then they said that the cabbie like stopped driving for a second. I was like, okay, I guess I'm going back to the temple. And he's like, not you, us. You keep driving the airport, dumbass. He's definitely a character. He's yeah. he's got a he's got a lot of uh, charisma. Boisterous. He's a boy. Yeah, he's a rowdy. He's a rowdy rascal. Yeah. Uh, he's a rowdy rascal rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he gives us a little history lesson on ye old temple. You know things we all probably. New already, Miranda. Well, and unfortunately, what I was reading, I was like, man, how much of this is like real, real? Like, I don't know how this like exactly matches up to like historic stuff. But long story short, what he explains to Buck is that, like, listen, our temple has been fucked up many (laughs) times. Uh, and the very last time, like, after it had been destroyed and rebuilt multiple times, um, they basically, the Jewish people themselves ended up burning it down to keep it from falling into Roman hands. Yeah. So, and because the whole thing is like, we got to rebuild the temple. That's like the only way that we're going, our people are going right. to be like in a good spot again. It's like such a specific symbol. And it makes sense for them. <laughs> Rabbi Weinberg uh, mentions that the site is quote unquote now occupied by the Mohammedans. I was, um, I bugged out. My yeah. my eyes were, whoa. This is, I just, and that's where I'm like, there's a lot going on here to break down. Yeah. So either this is just straight up how Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins think about them. But I think what it actually is, is they're like, oh no, this is how our rabbi would talk about yeah. them. Which is like, blah, yeah. like kind of breaking my brain. <laughs> like, let's make them say something kind of like not chill. Not chill, because they're <laughs> obviously enemies and they hate each other. Yeah. So he would say something weird, even though we're into it, right? It's like, they're a third party who's obviously on one of the sides. Yeah. And he explains that as long as a Muslim mosque is on the Temple Mount, that the Jewish people, I don't know who he's speaking for exactly in that group, (laughs) but this is what he's saying. They believe that their holy place is being defiled. And that's the whole deal is the temple's got to be there. And he also accuses uh, the uh, Muslims of building a (laughs) friggin' um, cemetery. Yes. Right? Where the gates are where um elijah or some shit is supposed to walk in but yep. since he's a, a priest he can't walk through a cemetery and then he was like those little rat those assholes and yeah. i thought that was funny that, i assume that's true to some extent uh, well I, yeah like whether it was like intentionally done but like i guess the effect is to say like well right. this is here and you're not supposed to walk through if you're right, a priest right right and it also kind of gave a different vibe like nowadays of how I, I, you know, uh, uh, Muslims in Israel aren't really treated very well, but no. what are you going to do? No. <laughs> it, um, this was, this takes place in a fictional 1997. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's, or I think it takes place like in a fictional, the year 2000, because they, that's why they wanted like the planes better and stuff like that. But anyway, your book is set in the fictional year 2000. <laughs> that is true. Back over to Rayford and he and Nikolai are finally meeting. They have not actually met each other right. until this part, which does kind of feel crazy. It's like, oh, really? It feels crazy, but... I guess we've seen but, so much that it's like, right. oh, yeah, Rayford has not met It him, feels actually. crazy, but the fact that they're meeting is way crazier 
than any other aspect of which, it. Which Nikolai kind of, like, brings up, like, wow, right. it's such a small world. Our little circle's connected now. Right, right. Like, uh, a botanist told me about a journalist, and a journalist told me about a hot lady. And a hot lady <laughs> told me about you, baby. Small wow. world, small world. And Ray's like, I guess, I don't know. I think it was God that did it. Well, this is where we start to do the whole, like, the way that Buck and Rayford have to, like, respond to right. things so as not to, like, lie. Right. So they just kind of sometimes just say things that aren't really to do with, like, what the first person said so they yeah. don't have to tell a lie. Like, yeah. it's, it's related. And they're also hiding the fact that they know each other and they're yes. best friends. Yeah, they're being, they're being shady or they're trying to keep that on the down low. Which is a little weird to me because Hattie went to dinner with Buck and Ray and Chloe so, yeah, but I guess just, that was like kind of more like, oh, this just happened. Like we met each other and we were yeah. introducing. I think we I don't think, actually know each other very right. well. I think the book wants to put that in because they need the lines drawn. They need the yes. two teams. Yes, they don't need to keep secret. Like to the book and us and to them, even though it doesn't really make a thousand percent sense, it is the tribulation force versus the antichrist, and that's why they have to kind of like do some uh, shady spy shit, even if. You probably just be like, yeah, I know Buck. Yeah. We got dinner a few times. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, they got, yeah, they have to make it like a thousand times more right. interesting than it would be. Right. Uh, which makes sense. Uh, they're writing a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the book, they chose the, to make the book not boring. And for that, I, I disagree. Yeah. I, yeah, they should have made it worse to make it more accurate. That's what I'm saying. Um, so, Ray, when Nicola and Reaver start their little talk, Reaver's like, all right, right off the bat, I gotta let you know, I'm not agreeing to be your pilot. I'm just agreeing to fly you to Israel. Is that cool? <laughs> and Carpenter's, like, again, not concerned, because it's kind of the same as, like, the way he talked to Buck right. and everyone, like, ah, yeah, yeah, I'll get you, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. I know once you see the plane and see everything we have, I know you're gonna be, like, gunning for this yeah. hard. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he, yeah, is like, yeah, when you see my badass plane, you're gonna definitely want to work for me. Yeah. Uh, and he also is like, now, you know, you can't be proselytizing on the job, right? <laughs> and basically, Raver's like, if that's what you command me to do and you're my boss, I'll do that. Yeah, because Ray <laughs> is such a toady. He's like, if my boss tells me to not do it, do it I won't do it, you, you know? know? The only person second to God is my boss. <laughs> and, uh, it is funny, there's like a line of like, he, he do, he feels a little weird about not proselytizing to the Antichrist. And, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, listen, I think this one's a lost cause, buddy. You can yeah, let this one I'm, go. I'm glad they made that joke because it's like, I guess, I guess I have to tell Bruce I didn't even try it because what's the point? Because Nikolai has no choice. He cannot be a Christian. Damn. Yeah, because God won't let him. But he, but Nikolai might not even have a real soul. So who's? Yeah, to maybe say? he's just like not. Yeah, maybe he's just like not a real person. Which he again, just like doesn't matter. <laughs> someone told me that in the prequel books he is like a clone or something. Oh my god! Okay. Or like a vat baby or something oh, like that. Oh shit! Genetically like, okay, modified. Ain't guy. got no soul. Ain't got no soul. <laughs> you can't save him. Ain't got no soul. It's fine, buddy. <laughs> Oh, and man. yeah, of course, Ray. It's interesting because Ray is like so much better with Nikolai than Buck is, where Buck is yeah. like shitting his pants. And then, uh, Ray even like jokes like, cause he tells him, yeah, I can yeah. work with anybody. And then he kind of chuckles like, well, if I could work with the Antichrist, who couldn't I work with? Wow. And you know, I'm, I'm chuckling. Rayford, how about you come deal with some of these jokers? I gotta deal with it. Yeah, work, man. am I right? That's so true. I'm gonna just deal with these guys. I hate them. Um, the other thing that I just wanted to, to uh, call out in this section is Carpathia talking about how 
the United Nations is going to become known as the global community, which they've already explained. But I just wanted to, to put a little uh, exclamation mark on top of anything global. Globalism is mm-hmm. evil. Like the way they talk, like it's always like a sinister thing. Like yeah. anything global, globalism. Yeah. Like that's that's some, again, I want to say that's some Alex Jones shit. But as we um, figured out in a previous episode, this was before. Yeah. Alex Jones. But it's in the same um, swamp, the same primordial <laughs> it's, Yeah, ooze. it's the same playbook, so it's just yeah. if someone has more charisma. It's, again, it's just my, my like, brain, like, lighting up when I see these little oh, yeah. keywords in here. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, it's absolutely... Uh, uh, dog whistling all over Extremely the Extremely dog whistle. I just thought there's a lot of, I can't even tell where the dog whistling is like intentional right. and where it just comes out. Right. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, as we've said before, the whole book has a point, right? Yes. And it's not like subtle. And no. That being said, there are more subtle things to it. And I think you're right. I think I would not have caught on to the whole globalism being bad mm-hmm. aspect to everything. I thought, um, sure, it's probably not good that no one can, like, or that people can make choices for me or something like that. I don't know. But as a, a, a red-blooded American, I'm not trying to join no global community. <laughs> Get out yeah, of here. That's fucked up. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> back over to Buck and Rabbi Feinberg, where Rabbi Feinberg makes a little joke about Buck playing Paver's flight yeah. to Israel. He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> nope, can't do that, buddy. Sorry, bud. Um, See, he's a zany rascal. I mean, no, yeah. I, listen, I love Rabbi Feinberg, and he's right to do it. Mm-hmm. I just... It's just, it's interesting. That's yeah. all I'll say. Again, talking about those little, like, is this a writer right. saying weird stuff? Anyway, whatever. So, uh, Carpathia calls a car to take him and Rayford to go see the, his big cool plane. It's a big cool plane. That's literally all that happens in this paragraph. Yeah. It's got a paragraph. It's they like, go see a plane. Hey, we, I want to see a plane. Meanwhile, Buck is heading back to the UN because, and, and I didn't even like get into this in a previous section because it was a little throwaway. Yeah. But Buck had left all his shit at the hotel and was like gonna do like a real interview right. with Rabbi Feinberg with like his you know recording shit. But he like saw him on the street, ended up in the car with him. Feinberg moved his flight up. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. He, so Buck's like, "All right, time to uh, interview." Right? He's like, "Nope, no, I'm, I'm leaving going, early. Going to the airport. Follow Sorry. Me. <laughs> yeah. So he ends up doing is just like taking notes in a little notebook, mm-hmm. and he calls back to the hotel to be like, "Oh, I, you know, I got to get my bag." And they're like, "Oh, someone already got your bag for your bu- you. Your friend took it." And, and like, he's like, "You let a random person take my bag?" And they're like, "Oh, I, I think they're pretty trustworthy." He's like. It was Carpathia. Yep. <laughs> it was Steve Plank. Like, yep, yep. God damn, he can do anything. Yeah. So Buck is going to go meet up with Steve Plank to get his bag. Um, and it's like Carpathia's not there. It's like, okay. Yeah, I'm coming to see you, bitch. Sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> so back to Carpathia and Rayford. They're in the limo going mm-hmm. to see the big cool plane. Mm-hmm. It's big and cool. Uh, and we find out in this section that Carpathia also doesn't drink alcohol. Interesting. I wonder if that's true or if he just lies and copies mannerisms of anyone he's near. I didn't know what that meant. I was like, I feel like that was an interesting choice and I wonder why. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, maybe... I, wonder, I feel like it's got to come up again. Maybe if it's the situation... Well, yeah, because, like, at this point, they haven't really mentioned... I think maybe they have, but I forgot about it. But, like, they have, they're they not quite harping on his idiosyncrasies as much. Yeah, so, like, they I, and I want to know more about that. Right, they haven't mentioned in a while how little he sleeps and uh, that he doesn't use contractions and things like that. They does haven't he, brought it back up. Does he eat food? 
Does he eat food? Great question. He probably does not eat a lot of food. And actually, did we actually see him drink anything in this chapter? Yes. Uh, he physically did take a sip of something. Uh, I gotta go look, actually. Because now, now my brain is going wild. <laughs> now you're in the, like, uh, uh, he's, a, he's a gray. He's not. Yeah, yes, ex- yes, exactly. Oh, he's enjoy a- the seltzer. <laughs> exactly. They do have a little back and forth about not drinking. And then Ray's like, yeah, I used to, but, you know, whatever. Now I'm too sad because my wife and child are gone. And Ray's like, I get that. I get that, brother. It's fine. Okay. Guys. Carpathia officially sips on some seltzer. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So he does. So he is able, unlike a vampire, he is able to take in. Does he swallow? Yeah. Like, well, and I guess I'm saying this is what we do in the shadows vampire rules. Like, so he, well, maybe he still is. He could still barf it up later. Right. He gets all that. He violently throws up the (laughs) seltzer water because he can only drink like four locos. I guess he said he didn't drink alcohol. I was thinking thinking he was a demonic beverage. Yeah. Four loco. Okay. Like, what is a more Sparks. demonic what's a more demonic beverage than for a local I mean I think some of these monster energy energy drinks are like more monstrous to me. No, that's true. That's true. So like, maybe what if he just has a terrible monster energy Dude. habit? But no, it's not even real that's sugar. That's why I don't sleep. <laughs> it's it's fake, it's like aspartame, so it's not even real sugar. Right. Um, He's and, not a real and person. And it's got, like, guarana in it. Yes, yes. <laughs> and taurine, yes, I don't know, yes, all that shit. Yes. That's, that's what he's drinking. We know that for sure. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, there's a little back and forth about the rapture where it's like, yeah, you know, I, it seems like you you believe in that Jesus shit. And then Ray's like, I will not pretend that I sh- – or the, no, Nikolai no, 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 says, yeah, yeah. I will not pretend that I share that belief. But I respect any comfort the thought may bring you. Man, I got to start dropping that on people. <laughs> like – um, I'm not gonna pretend to believe that, but uh, I respect how much it comforts you. Yeah, that would make people so, so mad. Yeah, it's like so demeaning. You'd be like, "Oh, you just do it because you're you need your little binky." Because Which the thing is, is true. Religion is the opiate of the masses. A, re- a religion is the binky of the masses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with Stalin on a lot of things, but well, but here's the thing: uh, this does Did like. You say that? Go ahead, sorry. Uh, I think he may have, or it was it was at least attributed to him. Mm-hmm. Tim's gonna find out. Um, but the thing is, like, I- I've seen a certain line of like right wing reasoning where they're like about pronouns, like I'm not gonna feed into your delusion of this thing. So it's like, okay, cool. So can I stop feeding into your delusion right. <laughs> of believing in a god? Because I would like to. I don't think that shit's real. So. No, I mean, that's one of the, the weirdest uh, 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 dumb bullshits that we have to deal with as an American. It's just we have to go around and just, de- like, accept all this Jesus bullshit. Like, it oh, sucks. you think you think a man um, came back to life after three days? Okay, that's valid, I guess. Yeah, cool. we, we can't have health care. I'm not going to call you a fucking idiot. <laughs> or anything good because so many people think that a guy made the earth and died and came back and let his buddies put their their fingers in his holes. <laughs> it sucks. Exactly. We can't what have anything that? good. And it's like it's and it's not even that like uh uh redundant not redundant, like it's not that ridiculous to say that our problems are squarely because of that. It, I, I have said before that the religion is just the tool of the capitalist overlords. Right. right. And if exactly. we if we if we solve the religion issue, they would fix figure something else out. But I think it would be a whole lot harder to figure it out is my goddamn opinion. We would have a time to get some things back if we made religion illegal. That's Who's so with good. me? Can I can I just say while Tim was like making like 
interesting and good points. My brain was thinking about how I want to take on more um, advice from the Antichrist okay. and, and get into Antichrist maxing. Okay. So that I'm, again, I'm going to start saying, like, I'm not, I don't pretend to share your belief, yeah. but um, not, and that's great for you. Uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to start taking life advice from the Antichrist now and see how that works for me. I think, you know, he's proof of the success of it. So, Tim, uh, let me see that seltzer. I need a sip of seltzer water. Yeah, I'm, get a I'm, like that, I'm like the Antichrist. Look at now. you, Antichrist mm. maxing so hard. That's delicious. Mm, I polar love seltzer. seltzer. Delicious. delicious. I feel like the polar seltzer would be too flavorful for Nikolai. Like, like, yucky. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, he seems like a um, shit. What's the, he? Soy, he seems like a Soylent guy. Okay. Like he's eating for efficiency. I, you know, I'm, I'm keeping an open mind here. I'm not trying to put our modern expectations on him as well. Okay. I'm yeah. Saying. Maybe you're, you're a good point. Soylent didn't yeah. exist yet. So yeah. uh, he, he probably was drinking some other swill. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this section is a lot of back and forth because people are in cars. Um, Buck meets up with Steve and he's like, hey, buddy, I need a friggin' favor. And there's a lot of hostility back and forth. There is because Buck is like, buddy, get me in to see those two kooks at the Wailing Wall. And then Steve's like, no. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And (laughs) what's wrong with you? Take the fucking job. No. Dumb bitch. I'm too busy. Like I'm writing so many good articles right now, and he's like, "Well, write them for us." He's like, "No, I already told you, I can't do that." Even though I, I, I guess if Ray is is pretty much gonna take the job for the airplane, I gotta assume Buck is gonna eventually take this job, unless something insane happens. And then they, yeah. they agree, Buck should. I actually, I'm like, how is Buck gonna get out of this? Actually, because yeah. yeah, it seems like Rayford's gonna. Go there, right? And it, but but before when they were talking about it with Bruce and Chloe, it was kind of like well, kind of seems like you both should take the right, job. exactly. So so maybe Buck will, but I'm just like, man, how's that going to work out? Like I don't I don't understand how it's going to work out. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, it might just be a situation where Buck gets uh, blackballed, but Ray is there, and it's good that they didn't. T- this, might just, this might be another thing where it's like this doesn't make as much sense now, but in the future for plot points yeah. they need to do, it makes yeah. a little more sense why Ray. Is pretending not to know Buck. It's gonna it's gonna pay off for them because like yeah, I don't know what happened. I, I mean, don't remember, it's but. probably not safe for them. Yeah. I think that actually does make sense that they're keeping it so yeah. like they just don't want them to know anything. I don't really remember what happens between now and then when they're in a bunker. I don't. So remember at all. I I know there's some bombs, but like we're years away from <laughs> that, which makes me real sad. So Rayford and Carpathia make it to the big plane, uh, which used to be Air Force One, but. Is being currently repainted to say global community. Oh, it's so good. As I'm saying, global. It's the globalism plane. <laughs> like, welcome to the go- globalism <laughs> plane. And like, honestly, this plane is sick as hell. It's the sickest plane that's ever lived. It, they they have a a, a, a a modem or what is they? They were like, it's got like modem at each seat <laughs> or like something. My my book said satellite phones. <gasps> hell yeah! Oh, let's go. <laughs> oh my god. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, I'm in the wrong chapter. Hold on. Oh, my God. Every seat had its own phone, modem jack, VCR, and TV. Shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, satellite phone. I don't know. They didn't, definitely didn't say VCR. Oh my god! That, this is guys. This is so beautiful that this is happening for us awesome. right now. I love that. I'm so glad I have the OG version. Yeah, I feel like a fucking bitch that I have the new 777 oh my version. God. Um, that's so fucking funny. I, I did it say that it had a rest a restaurant. Yes. Okay. 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 Those were right. still cool. Okay. That part, that part's there. Um, I I did find it really baffling that. Okay, it makes sense that the president has a living quarters on this plane, but even the like crew and the like the the pilot, aka Rayford, has like his own damn room on yeah. the plane. How big is this plane? How it's a big ass plane. It's a big. I mean, it sounds sick. I want to fly on this plane. Yeah, I mean, from watching, I would love to to watch my VHS tapes on this plane. <laughs> from watching various successions and uh, House of Cards and things like that, I feel like I have a better understanding of big plane. Yeah, but even then, I'm like, whoa, mama, what's all wow. this stuff? But I do know like. A lot of planes are like multi-story inside there. No, that's true. That's true. I don't I, even think about it. It's no, crazy. I do believe because I, I mean I feel like a lot of the like little like private luxury planes are not as big. Right. But like the president's gonna have a big right. plane, and he needs space for like other motherfuckers. Yeah. So it, I bet. I bet. I mean, I bet his uh, Ray's apartment on the airplane is quite tiny. But I would still, imagine. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. It's a pocket dimension of uh, the Antichrist. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the the airplane is fucking sick. Yeah, even Ray, who's like, I've seen some pretty sick things, was like, God damn. It's nice. It's a nice-ass plane, man. So we cut back over to Buck, and uh, he sees Hattie, because, again, he's now at the UN, so mm-hmm. there's, they, like, just miss each mm-hmm. other. And she's like, oh, you know who I just saw? Rayford. And he's like. You wouldn't say. Oh, okay. I'd be like, "Who's that?" But he didn't say that. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck he, that he, is. He gave like, him like met? he gave an appropriate like. Oh, I've met that guy. Like, okay. Well, he said that. Yeah, the pilot from the the plane, as opposed to the guy we had dinner with. Yeah, that was that one. Might have been a slip on Buck's That's part. A yeah. Yeah, you know the pilot. Yeah, and he and Buck is like thinking to himself, like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna have to be really careful about how I talk about this stuff to yeah. everyone in this camp because." Oh, Jennifer, you did it a friggin' typo. Look at that. What oh did my I God, say? So embarrassing. Buck Wait. is going to have to be extra careful not to let on how close he is to Buck. Oh shit! Damn, <laughs> to Rayford. Fucking roasted. That's in what the I show was saying. Notes. My my friggin' brain ain't working. <laughs> hey, they are cutting back and forth between Buck and Ray like, so, so many times much. and joking that they are like just missing each other but like in the good way like he's not he doesn't want to be near ray it's just right it just happens to, to ha- be happening right because it's like, they're in the same area isn't it interesting that ray's here oh you don't say and they both have business with people in in that circle right exactly so. and you know i i i, I want to say too that we are kind of in what i feel is a climax energy yes where we're, we're in so the- many shits happening to the yeah. extent where the next chapter is already in israel so you like, spoiled it. So it's not spoiling. You spoiled the next chapter. <laughs> we're we're going to say that in four minutes. <laughs> Put a spoiler no, warning. No, you're right. No, everything's moving faster now. Yeah. It's like all moving quicker. Yeah. Um, and of course, people die in the next 
part right in front of Buck. So it's like things are getting pretty. No, crazy. we're definitely in the the like what what is it called? I mean, I know the rising di- action. Yeah, I was like I know Denouement is after the climax or whatever. Yeah, I guess rising, rising action. action climax Denouement. We're, we're in clearly the the rising yeah, action yeah. and the extended climax. I mean, book one was obviously Buck seeing people getting murdered in front of him. This. Who knows? He oh, already man. saw people get murdered by a man with his mouth. God, so. I want something real cool to happen at the end of this book, please. Oh, it's going to be so good. Whatever it is, it's going to be so good. So Anyways. Let's, let's end this chapter real quick. Yeah. Uh, because Rayford Fallon gets home. They skipped so much they time. How did he get home? How did he do it? What did he eat? <laughs> and yeah, basically he gets home. Chloe can tell that he's all worn out from it. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of talk about, you know, Rayford meeting the Antichrist. <laughs> like, what's he like? He's like, he's pretty fucking sick. And he says again, too, like... If it wasn't for the blatant lying, because uh, yeah, uh, Carpathia yeah. explained to him also that he's stealing the plane. Right, but he um, didn't say it the way that Hattie did. He was right. just like, oh, like, yeah, he's going to give it to us. Right, right. Uh, he, he let on a little bit. I'm letting like, on But still, it was so clearly like he was lying um, that that was the thing that was kind of the negative spot on his, you know, record. Meaning... Ray was like, yeah, I guess he was the Antichrist. That being said, goddamn, he was persuasive. That's crazy. But, Ray, I do like how Ray like, Clay, I don't think you'd be fooled for a second by this guy. You're so fucking smart. Yeah. And then uh, they joke about Buck and Chloe talking to each other about their cookie times. And Ray's like, I'm chopped liver. Like, <laughs> you, like, you don't care about me anymore. Shut the fuck up, dad. That, that, again, that's him just being a fun dad. Exactly. Like, that, just, a, a gentle razzing about your crush. That's right, good. Right. And like later they have little more razzings, but they don't want to talk about knowing Buck. Right. So it's another very cute moment. Chapter 14. So yeah, as, as Tim spoiled. What? It's not a spoiler. <laughs> as Tim spoiled, we teleport for in time because it just like cuts a bug in his hotel room in Israel. I'm like, I actually was, re- I was actually confused when I was Me reading it. Me too. I was like, what hotel room? First Ray leaves the big plane and gets back to Chicago. And now we're in Israel. Like there's so many sandwiches and Nutrien yeah. bars we, we weren't explaining. Yeah. Like about. what was like, how hard was it for you to get a cab? Yeah. Like, you know, did you get first class tickets? Like I, did someone offer you a bottle of champagne? What like meaningless little factoid did Buck bring up to save him four seconds or something? Yeah. Like that? What did you, eat at the airport. Right. Did you eat Buck never again? eats a Dunkin'. <laughs> He's a, not a Dunkin' man. <laughs> um, so, Buck is struggling because Nikolai and basically everyone else he's asked will not help him right. make contact with the two witnesses. And Nikolai, again, hates them. And uh, it gets a little more uh, explicit in this chapter where uh, Plank is eventually like, yeah, I don't know why he's so mad. He's so agitated by them. Or uh, Rosenzweig says Yeah, that. he's so riled uh, up by these yeah, guys. Yeah, and then Plank is like, you know, shoots him down, of course, the previous chapter. And, you know, he's also Buck's jet lagged and he's not getting any success. No. Uh, yeah, as you kind of mentioned, like, Nicholas actually, like, Steve, like, basically uh, gives Buck the message, like, not only is Nicholas not going to help you, he was actually disappointed you would even ask. Right. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are obviously, like... Crazy and shit. Right. And that Cardinal Matthews gets back to him and basically says the same thing. He's like, these are just two old weirdos playing dress up, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, like, they have, it's like, they're pretty be like Moses and Elijah. They have bad costumes. Yeah. It's embarrassing. I did like that he called their costumes bad. Yeah. Because it's funny because we know they're not costumes. So right. he's like ragging on them. Because I, the, I think these are literally 
Bible men. They're Bible mans. Yeah, like, <laughs> they're, they're not are, just angels. They're, they're wearing they're, rags. They're the guy from the past, I think. Oh, so, I don't know. I thought they were angels, but I actually don't know. Well. Because who is it? It's a. I don't think it actually is. Well, I thought that Cardinal Matthews, maybe he was just being cheeky about it being like Moses and Elijah. Well, they call themselves Elijah and Moses. That's why I was kind of wondering if it's literally. I don't think it is The Moses them. and the Elijah. But you know what? I don't know that for sure. And didn't they just talk about Elijah needs to come back or something like that? They did talk about Elijah coming back. But, I, like but aren't these guys getting killed though? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I don't think it's literally. That's why they're, well, you know what? It's the Bible, and it can be multiple things, right? I mean, it, could, it very well... I just was... In my I mean, brain, I, I was assuming they were angels, but you... It's interesting that What you, if they're not... I, I think it's more interesting... Like, my tier list is... It's literally Moses and Elijah. Then they're just dudes who are like... We just filled. zapped these guys from the past yeah. and brought them here. They're, these are dudes who are filled with... Well, they came out of nowhere, so... I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah, I get, we'll see. We don't know. I don't. I. I don't. I really actually don't know. Maybe next episode we'll find out. We'll I don't think out. so, but maybe. Um. Yes. Yeah. So next anyway, episode of our show. Right. So yeah, Cardinal Matthews is like, dude, don't fuck up your reputation trying to talk to these guys. This is a bad idea. Yeah, like talk to me, baby. <laughs> but books like, and yet no one's concerned that it hasn't rained in Jerusalem since they started preaching. <laughs> it's like it's the <laughs> desert. Yeah, like that happens there a lot. Yeah. Like it's pretty normal. <laughs> and I think the assumption might be that Cardinal Matthews should know the prophecy. Yes, I think that Buck is. Buck likes to try to get him on like Bible, Bible shit. Stuff. Yeah, but, and he doesn't because Cardinal Matthews is a Catholic. <laughs> exactly, he doesn't fucking care. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not. We don't. That's weird. We don't look at the Bible like that. No, it's not literal. And I forget if the two witnesses themselves are like, "It ain't fucking raining, motherfuckers." Yeah, I don't know if they've said that, but it, they might have because when we fast forward in the chapter, I'm going to spoil something that happens. Right. It's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler because it's in this chapter. Um, it's funny. I mean, to call it a spoiler. <laughs> Sometimes I think you actually mean it. No, I was joking. Liar. <laughs> Um, is that, uh, uh, when they talk, they say they're sort of, uh, they're lore. Like, they're like, we can't die yet. We're gonna, this is not the day we die. And it's very heavily implied. Like, yeah. We are gonna die soon. We will. Die. Oh, we'll be dying. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry. And not just like the way we all, every man dies. It's like, no, no, no. We're gonna die in an appointed place. Yeah. As, as it's gonna, it it's gonna be interesting. Right. So my assumption is they have, they're talking a lot. Right? It's been like a month or two. Or uh, yeah, they won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> and so they had to bring up at least four times, it ain't raining. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> you see any rain out here? Hey, yet another day. No, that's super weird. Anyways. Uh, yeah, yet again, we don't get any Nutrigrain bars or toast or coffee. No. It, Rayford is flying the goddamn plane. Global Community One. Global Community One, baby. And he's like, this thing's sick. He had a little, um, uh, pep talk with the crew. <laughs> Which I loved. Weird, like, concepts about, like, the way that an airplane crew... He says, the best airplane crew is an invisible one. People feel comfort and security when they see uniforms and service, not individuals. Mm. That's a very bootlicker of you, Rayford. Which I guess I shouldn't I feel like this by. is, like, it's both that, but it's also, like, this is what rich people think. That it's is not, what rich people it's think. It's not just Jenkins and LaHaye. Oops, your politics are showing. It's it's like oh your your class is yes, showing. Yes, absolutely. Like I feel like this would be true all over the place, so to speak. Like they're like oh this is what an honorable servant would be right. like. Because <laughs> they want what they want is they want to pick the servant, the special one out. Yes. Uh, to give them treats as an I know your name and yes. I'll make eye contact. Yes, and they're like what what a good master I am. Exactly. 
Um, I also, man, Raper is, is just, what a guy he is. Um, he also thinks to himself about the crew. The navigator was a young man Raper would not have chosen, but he did his job. <laughs> like, why you got a rat right. on this guy? He did, like, he's, he's literally doing his job. I'm very thankful. Why would you not pick him? Like, what about him? You well, just met him. I, I, uh, clinched my butt a little bit because I thought they were going to give this guy, I don't know, a descriptor. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, any descriptor. Yeah. Take your pick, dear listener. Yeah. Um, whether his race, his hair. Um, whether he was gay. He was a gay man. He was, he was <laughs> reading <laughs> gay porn on his friggin' <laughs> Bible something. Yeah, but they didn't. They just gay literally. Bible. Just, just, yeah, he literally was reading the gay Bible. <laughs> the gay Bible. The Bible, but gay. Um, that feels like something from the other two, for sure. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, but no, we don't get anything, so I am thankful for that. Thank it's God. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, Rayford calls Chloe to check in. From the airplane. From the airplane. On the satellite oh, phone. They, yeah, I guess they, I don't know if they really, like, said what kind of phone it was in my, I didn't pick it up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they kind of talk in a, kind of, not really code, but more just, like, being not specific about who they're talking about. Right. Um, because, yeah. It's like, you know who. Yeah, exactly. Not saying Buck. Um, and also Rayford, uh, mentions here, it's like, oh, we're actually not coming straight back. We're going to go to Baghdad first because it's the closest airport to Babylon <laughs> that can handle this big ass plane. And yet another, like, dorky airplane update is like, uh, dorky airplane as it relates to airports update. They can't fly into Jerusalem. It's too big. The airplane. The airplane is too big. They for can't the fly into it was Baghdad or something like. Or they have to fly to Baghdad. They have to fly to, Je- to Tel Aviv, I think first. Tel Aviv, yeah. And then go to Jerusalem. Yeah, and take like a how, and then he tells us how long the bus is. And yeah, how far away it again, is. Again, like the specifics there. Shut you, up. But you're not gonna be like, but got on a plane to Israel. Yeah, you like, didn't tell me what they ate for breakfast, but what? you're telling us this. Get out of here. Um. Chloe. Oh, boo, boo. What? Boo. What? Because it's just like, he's out out of nowhere. Rayford's like, I am so alone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I am so sad. Oh, by the way, a new bitch just dropped. Yeah, okay, (laughs) yes. So, yeah, that's the whole thing, this whole call. He calls Chloe because he goes to lay down in his little pilot bed like, I'm lonely and sad. Uh, And Chloe's like, oh, by the way. Uh, Bruce called and let me know that there's a lady named Amanda White who, uh, basically, I guess, their, the mom, Irene, had, like, witnessed to her. And right. then she forgot Irene's name. And then after the rapture happened, she became a Christian and then, like, right. was able to finally, like, figure out, like, oh, this was the church where she yeah, was at. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, it's kind of funny because it's, like, okay, Amanda White calls Bruce to see if the church still exists. Yeah. And was like, oh, someone that was really important to me went there. I forget her name, but it's something like Iron and Steel. Oh my God. I, I fully forgot that. And whole, Bruce whole is like, part. Irene Steel? Like, yes, yes, yes. That's and then her. Ray was like, well, that's a little weird that if she was so important, you don't remember her name. Hey, Ray, maybe it's important because it was the one person, just like you, who knew immediately first one they thought of and made them become a Christian in the rapture, you dumbass. Yeah, Rayford's being pretty judgy right now of who's obviously going to be his wife in the yes, future. Yes, which is, yeah, <laughs> we've said it before, he does get married, and it, it, it is, is to her. It, it is her. <laughs> I, I remember, I'd forgotten her name, but I'm like, oh, once I saw Amanda, I'm like, oh, yep. that's it, that's yep, her. That's I her. remember her name. It is, it's, it's, it sucks so bad knowing 
But I could see the little fun if you didn't know, because it's so yeah. obvious that you'd be like, oh, I think they're going to get together. But it's like, yeah. it's not very clever. It's not clever, but well, Wow, well, Tim is now turning on the books <laughs> once again. Um, I, I, yeah, I just did jack off. Listen, Rayford has got to get a wife, like, because you think, you think my man's going to be jerking off. My fucking dude is like, he can't do that. Talking shit about the, uh, the girl Rayford. Uh, I wonder where this is going to go. They're gonna get married. They're obviously gonna get married. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, I don't also, remember shit about her. So they mentioned too in this part that she had lost her husband and two children. In yeah, the who are older. So they're like in the same situation. Exactly. Of being left behind. Left behind. Uh, so obviously, I'm sure they have a million things in common and yeah. they're gonna get married and like, uh, kiss each other in the mouth. Wasn't ironic. Yeah. So Buck finally gets a hold of Heim. And is this is like his kind of his like last resort, right? To be able to get close to the witnesses, like Heim, buddy, please, buddy you gotta bad. help me. And Heim's like, dude, don't. The crowds are so bad. Is everything's crazy right now? It's so scary. Like, <laughs> and Heim drops this little piece of info. Apparently, they're even seeing Orthodox Jews converting to Christianity. Yeah, they Christians are. Addicted to the concept of Jewish people converting to Christianity. Yeah. That is like their number one desire. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's to get, and I think it's because it's like validating to them. Like, see, even the Jewish, the chosen people the, are picking the what chosen we're people doing. that killed Jesus are now yeah. realizing it. That's good because yeah, it's not other uh, religions uh, to the yield the, the the East. It's it's uh, Jews for obvious reasons, like Jennifer said. But. Yeah, it's just. It, it's just interesting. Yep, and then um, we get uh, more bits of like Heim being on the in the car with Carpathia, and then he even lets in like how fucking pissed more so than even Plank did about Carpathia and the two witnesses. Yeah, it's so funny. Like yeah, Carpathia just like looking at the two witnesses and just like growling. Like, yeah, I hate these guys. He's like Buck's like, well, what's he say? He's, he's like, he doesn't. He just goes. <laughs> he's just pissed. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad at you. <laughs> uh, uh, and, uh, that's good. I like that Buck is getting it from different angles. Yes. And that Haim doesn't, you know, he, he's a little rascal, so he just says shit. And Buck finally is like, Haim, can you please, 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 ask your friend Zion Ben Judah if he will, can hook me up to talk to the witnesses. And Haim's like, dog, he's what? like he's dizzy so right busy. now. He's fuck? like about to like do a big like presentation on the news about yeah. his research on the Messiah. But Buck's like, you know, sometimes, you know, it's good to be distracted before you go into it. He's probably been working on this for years. So, you know, he's probably just ready as antsy. He's like, all right. I'll call and congratulate him and sniff him out. But, like, if there's – I'm not going to push it at all. If it's and don't get mad at me if it doesn't work. Yeah. And he's like, fine. Okay. Um, next thing that we know, <laughs> Buck wakes up from a jet lag nap because the phone is ringing. He's and like, he has no idea how long the phone is ringing. He's groggy. His hair is askew. <gasps> he has dirt mouth. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's got like wrinkles on his face from the pillow. I think it actually literally does say yes, that. He has does. like marks on his face yes. from the pillow. He's probably drooling. Good for him. I mean, it sounds him. like a good nap. Yeah. Um, and on the phone is someone with a heavy accent, oh and they God. literally chose to like write his sentences. Yep. And you that know, was sure a choice. Uh, uh, accented English. And yeah. I was like, oh, fun. Look at this. Uh, it's Zion Ben Judah, friends. He's and, calling them. He's like, hey, I'm fucking here. I'm outside your hotel. <laughs> and he's like, my hot. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, well, Benjuda uh, or uh, uh, Haim said it was uh, of some urgency, so I came. Fuck, I should have told you I was coming. Like, That's my bad, yeah. Are you ready to go? Like, no, I need ten minutes. I'm stinky. I smell. <laughs> yeah, so Buck takes like a cold shower and puts on his journalist uniform, mm-hmm. which is a, a jean shirt and jeans. <laughs> no. Oh. It is. He's wearing a denim shirt and he's wearing jeans. His dress jeans. He yeah, says. he said. But in my book, he said button up. But I think. Oh it might no! Be- it says jean shirt in mine. One hundred percent jean shirt. Because I, I again, it stood out to me. <laughs> I gotta find it. Buck chose his usual denim shirt, dressy jeans, ankle high boots, and leather jacket. Uh, yeah, it literally says button up in mine. Wow. <laughs> Like, this, this, this sucks. Is, this is dorky. We gotta change it. Because I, mean, I thought it was pretty sick of him to put on the Canadian tuxedo yeah. to go on this adventure. It's like, dude, this was never cool, but like, we have, well, to, we have to change this. It could theoretically, they, I think they probably would have said this, but it could be like a traditional denim shirt and like a black jeans, and that's okay. You can do that. <laughs> but I don't think that's what's happening. I think he's wearing <laughs> denim on denim <laughs> and looking sick. He looks great. Um, so yeah, so he puts on his, uh, journalist uniform and he goes downstairs and gets it, well, he goes downstairs and this is another part that I was like, looking at the author's like, are you for real right now? <laughs> because Buck had no idea what the rabbi looked like. Would he look like Rosenzweig or Feinberg or neither? See, he said or neither. So, you know, that's, that's I'm going to say he's like, does he look like this one Jew I know or this other Jew I know? <laughs> Which of the two Jews do <laughs> I know of all this? Jews? Which Jew are you? This is what I'm saying. Like, this is all I'm saying about the way they talk about Jewish people is like they talk about them like they're like some like mythical yeah. like species. Yeah. And it's just like these are the only options. Um, but we find out he um, he's wearing a suit and a felt hat. Yeah. A so more quote unquote traditional. Yeah. Uh, he gets in the car, and Buck is happily surprised to learn that Ben Judah also calls these guys the two witnesses. Which I was like, oh, y'all about to become best friends. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, now pedantic Jennifer's about to come out. Let's go. Because, uh, Ben Judah gives, like, the whole download on, like, who he is and his background. Because he's like, because Buck wants to, like, interview him, but he's like, I'm not talking about shit until tomorrow. So he basically goes, like, uh, uh, this is my name, I'm friggin', um... 40, I'm 44, yeah. Two, that, my, he has stepsons. Or yeah, step he has, yes, he's cool. like, I just got married like six years ago and I have two teenage stepchildren. I thought that was a fun. Yeah, that was, yeah, I thing. did actually think that was kind of interesting. Even yeah. though it was kind of like, why, why are you doing this? <laughs> um, but Benjuda mentions that, like, he's always been kind of like a scholar and he says that he knows 22 languages and he mentions that he just recently learned Aramaic. That makes no goddamn sense because Aramaic is literally in the Hebrew Bible. Whoa. So he would obviously already know Aramaic. He wouldn't have just started studying. Take that. Because if he knows 22 fucking languages and talking about him like learning like ancient Near Eastern languages, Aramaic would have been one of the first ones he would learn. Even I learned some Aramaic. Yeah. Take that. So you just got fucking shit right. You just got fucking Ivy League That's right, Jenkins. Bitch. What's like, up? If if it was like, oh, he just learned like Ugaritic or like something, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, we all agreed with that thing you just yeah. said. <laughs> um I but that really did stand out. I was like, that That's actually funny. that actually literally makes no sense that he would just now be learning Aramaic. <laughs> yeah, and I, my assumption too would he would probably learn Greek much sooner as well. Yes. But um maybe if they made him seem a little more worldly, right? I think it's literally just that the people writing this are like, what are the other languages in the Bible? Right, no, exactly. <laughs> it's Greek and Aramaic. Because and it's implied that he is reading, he learned these languages so that he could read the Bible better. Right. Uh, hit both his Bible and the one that we call the Bible as yes. well. Um, which is 
you know, a little weird. If he wanted, if they wanted to show that he was learning more, the Greek, that's like fine, actually. That one makes more sense to me. They should have said like Coptic or something. Well, because like he wouldn't have learned Greek because he's Old Testament, but now like surprise, surprise, he's, he, he comes to the conclusion, I assume, that Jesus was the Messiah, right? Right. So now he has to look, learn Greek for the New Testament. They should have had him actually, they should have had him learning Greek and like Latin for New Testament stuff. Mm. If it was going to make any goddamn sense. Yeah. But he speaks Norwegian. <laughs> yeah, apparently he does. It's one of his 22 languages, um, which we will find out soon. So, yeah, Ben Judah is, as we've discussed, going to present the results of his research on TV soon. <laughs> to can you read this quote from mm-hmm. him? I don't pretend that the program will compete with anything containing sex, violence, or humor. But I expect it'll be controversial nonetheless. I had to read that twice when uh, I was reading. It. I was like, huh? Did they say sex? My, my dude bringing out the, like, Family Guy song right now. Violence and movies and sex on TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just a humble researcher. And I don't, I'm not going to, you know, sex it up. But I think it's going to be pretty good. I think it'd be, he's like, I think it's going to be controversial. <laughs> <laughs> he's hyping the whole thing up. Which I'm is exciting. Excited. Uh, yeah, so his inter- his uh, research has also made him interested in the two witnesses, and he's hmm. like, hey, you know, maybe since I know 22 languages, I'll be able to talk to them, and at least one of them. Right, and well, yeah, they obviously both speak Hebrew, because to him, they speak Hebrew. Right, which we're going to get into. Yeah. So the plan is... And on the TV, they always speak Hebrew as well. Yes, 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 yes. So their plan is that they're going to try to, like, talk, like, because apparently the dudes will occasionally go rest, like, behind a little building nearby. So they're like, okay, we're eventually going to try to, like, talk to them there. But they're like, first, let's just, like, go blend into the crowd and see what's up. I can't, I can't envision this setup at all. Because there's, like, where they are is fenced in. So I guess they just plop themselves in a fenced in area that has a back door. Like, I know what the Wailing Wall looks like, but I don't know the geography of it. So no, me neither. I honestly, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to think about this you know, too deep. Fine. I'm just going to let this one go because I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, so they, they, they join the crowd and they notice that like one of the rabbis in the crowd is fucking pissed at the shit that the, the witnesses are yeah, saying. And the thing is, I think that this was pointed out is that, uh, the Wailing Wall is still being used, uh, as it's, you know, used today. Yes. People are praying and then putting little notes in the cracks yes. and things like that. And yeah, there are still uh, people doing that, even though um, the the two witnesses are preaching. And every now and again, uh, uh, <laughs> apparently it's like it's like really quiet because the witnesses don't have any um, speakers or anything like that, so they're just shouting. Uh, and uh, I thought it was really interesting when. Uh, one of the, the orthodox, uh, people at the wall who are not part of the crew listening to the two witnesses gets really, really, really upset. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's basically like, you know, hey, they're saying some bullshit, but luckily Ben Judah's there to, uh, um, uh, translate for him because he is speaking Hebrew. Yes. So. <laughs> Yeah, the witnesses clap back against this guy who's like, what, what are you saying? He beseeches the almighty God. Oh, actually, the witnesses even yeah, said Yeah, the witnesses it. say so, this. So it's not been Judah that translates it. No, no, no. So this, this was confusing This is how me. it starts. This is how it starts. Cause, yeah. Because Buck understands that. Right, because I was like, who, who's talking? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, wait, 
this is one of the two witnesses talking. It goes, uh-huh. silence! He just, like, screams out, yeah, which I, yeah. I also thought was, like, probably, it's probably super fucking annoying that, like, when anyone talks at the wailing wall, <laughs> they, they wailing. yell at you. But then, I guess, on top of that, uh, uh, he translates for it. He's like, he beseeches almighty God to strike his dead for blaspheming his name. But he is as the Pharisees of old. This Damn. Is, this is also a thing that Christians love to be like, yeah. you're just like the Pharisees. <laughs> Clearly not realizing that they're also the Pharisees. You are the Pharisees, my good bitch. Yeah. Um, and, and, and actually, maybe we should, like, explain this a little bit, because I think people who are not, like, deep in, like, evangelical Christian cultures, like, might not even understand, like, what the, the what, what is being implied by yeah. calling someone a Pharisee. Like, my impression, like, Pharisee was always used to be, like, this person is, like, all high and mighty and following the letter of the law, but they don't really get the spirit of the law. Yeah. Because they were just, like, a... Uh, uh, like a political sect, I think, or like, yeah. I don't know if it was like, because there's the Pharisees and Sadducees, and I yeah. wasn't sure if it was like, I can't remember if it was like an appointed thing, or like uh, Republicans and Democrats. Like, I, I kind of forget. Are we just too, like two honestly. sections? We're not super important, but basically, the Pharisees were always on Jesus' ass. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were always dogging And they him. were always trying to trick him by kind of trapping him in the war, the, like the, the, the words. In so the to scriptures, speak. right. Using because the scriptures against. Him. They would literally choose things that they argue over because they can't come to a conclusion. But there's just a lot of like traps. But Jesus was always dodge it and like change the subject. And the Pharisees would be like, God damn, they got us again. The guy is so good. And they were always the ones that were like about to stone uh, a, a harlot and mm-hmm. things of that nature. And then and they're Jesus the ones like, that like eventually pushed really hard to have Jesus being murdered um, by the state, which, you know, hey, we, which we think is good, by the way. Um, so, yeah, that's them. That's why it's so much like they are the bureaucrats of the church that just are about rigid structure, but not about the good stuff. I don't know if, how a Jewish person would even approach the, like, spiritual aspect of it. Um, but, you know, that's how we were taught of, like, yes, they are just... They're going through the motions, but they don't really believe in the word. Yeah. But again, that's anachronistic. And whatever the, the word anachronistic would mean where you change the religion um, yeah. as well. It's more just like to let you all know, like, when these writers are, like, mentioning the Pharisees, this is all the, like, baggage they're yeah. implying with it's it. An, it's, an, it's, it's a very good shorthand. It's a, Yeah, exactly. And, and it's it pisses real, me off because, yeah. again, the... It's so clear that Jesus would not like Christians today. That's, like, so obvious. It's extremely obvious. It's in the Bible. It's right there. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so it quickly becomes clear here. So it's already kind of started before this. But right. then it becomes clear, like, oh, wait a second. Everybody in this crowd is understanding the two witnesses in their own native language. Right. And as the reader, you don't quite pick up on it like like i said there was i had to read the the beginning twice because buck understood it and then you know it puts me on edge we're like okay well maybe he switched to english because buck's the main character but yeah no everyone hears it in their language and then judah realizes it too and is like oh shit yeah he's like damn i didn't know you fucking spoke hebrew i was like i don't i don't speak hebrew and that's when they start kind of they start um Doing some racial profiling in the crowd, being like, "You, hey, you're Asian. What language are you hearing right now? Like, you, here. you're here. pale. You look Norwegian as hell. What language do you hear?" It's like, um, English yeah. from Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, but regardless, yes, this is happening throughout the crowd, and Ben Judah is like, 
Oh, this is how like, is this, this not is big God. news? This is from God, right? And he's clearly cracking and telling, uh, showing his hand a little bit more in front of Buck before he he tells the entire planet that Jesus is God. It is a little bit weird that this has not come out in the news because, right. like, you know, a Norwegian. They're hearing it in Norwegian, like, I think they would be like, oh, that doesn't make sense. That I'm so logical, and this is weird. I'm uh, so Nordic. My assumption, <laughs> my assumption is that it's uh, uh, being suppressed. The goddamn Wow, the mega lamestream media is doing this. Yeah. The, the Mockingbird media is not allowing it out. <laughs> uh, meanwhile... Freaking terrorist <laughs> tries to fucking attack. Yeah, we were told the witnesses earlier, with an automatic rifle. Like what? Six people have died over the course of let's say two months. We don't know that. We have no idea how long it's been, but let's say two months. Uh, and wouldn't you know it, gang? That it happens again in front of Buck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they um they went to their you know 1997 computer. They googled mm-hmm. Muslim terrorist. <laughs> Control C, Control V. Okay, actually, how did they describe the person? Uh, he was on a cell phone. He was planking. He was he, he had a Fortnite shirt. No, what? Because mine said he had gold chain around his neck. Uh, yeah, the gold and chain. I was like, interesting. <laughs> uh, the gold chain is, is is funny, but I think it's just because it melts. It's a pretty picture. Oh, okay. I don't think it's. Because I was like, are you trying to say like Muslims wear gold chain? <laughs> like, what are you? What are you implying here? <laughs> You're taking all your information from mall kiosk gang back up. Yeah. No, I think it's literally just because it melts later. Okay. So. Yeah, uh, the, the dude with the weapon runs towards the guys and, um, they blast him with their mouth fire. Yeah, so the, the guy screams some bullshit about Allah and stuff like that. And yeah. <laughs> I wish I did like that. Ben Judah's like interpreting for him. It's like, right, I know what Allah is. Come they're, on. they're on the ground. He's like, he just said this shit. Fuck. Um. <laughs> He gets within five feet of them and is spraying an automatic weapon. And they're like, the the one is like, dumbass, we can't die. Whoever harms us gets fucked. And the other one, as uh, uh, guy number one is, is preaching, guy number two fucking blasts him with yep. his mouth fire. Just open, unhinges his jaw and fire whoa. comes out. Belches fire. Yeah, burns away clothes, skin, meat, muscle, just a fucking pile of bones. Yeah. Crispy, crispy bones, bones with uh, melted gold on him. Very sick. Um, the Israeli soldiers come in at this point and kind of start to clear everyone out. They're like, hey, buddy, fucking chill. This is not safe. You and gotta leave. The, the preacher's like, hey, if anyone comes with us with uh, peace, we won't harm them. It's like, wow. You're really saying that for our two main characters here. I like it. I like it. Um, and actually, like before they all leave, basically Ben Judah is like, "Hey, we want to meet you at 10 p.m." Right? Because the soldiers are like yelling at them, like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Which makes sense. Yeah, because they're basically a murder just happened. Yeah, they basically say that the <laughs> it seems like the Israeli soldiers kind of quote unquote keep the peace, right? Where they don't do shit about the guys shooting fire, but. They don't get in the way, but when things like this happen, they do got to step forward. <laughs> yeah, like because it's going to be pandemonium. Yeah, like hey guys, I'll see you later. Bye. Um, now we have a quick Rayford section where Chloe calls him all stressed out. Jesus, <laughs> because she, again, she saw on the fucking news <laughs> Buck specifically laying on the ground and is like, "Do you know what hospital Buck is in?" Yeah, and he's like, "What are this you talking is, about?" This is too close to hysterical Chloe for this it to is. feel good. I don't like it. I don't but, like it. I mean, it, it makes you think, some amount of sense. You think of all people? You think Buck? You think he got he got got by that? Chloe, you think Buck, the main character, of this Buck is going to get hurt? He's not. Get out of he's here. He's not in a fucking hospital. Oh, Come on. You, oh, ye of little faith. Yeah. He's like um, Ray's. Like I guess I'll check. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll do my best. 
So, Buck and Benjuda have a little combo, and it's like, oh, we're actually both students of the, right. the scriptures. Right. It's like, hey, I'm just a recent one. Yeah. Wink. Because, well, because, yeah, Benjuda assumes at first, like, he's kind of, like, not super down to help Buck, because he's like, you're just trying to get a scoop. You're just a friggin' journalist trying to get a scoop, and then uh, Buck's like, I'm both. I'm, I do want a scoop, but I'm also, a scope, I'm but a Christian. I'm a Christian now. Benjuda says a, a thing here that I also thought was worth bringing up my people have longed for and prayed for and watched and waited for our messiah for centuries but much of judaism even in the holy land has become secular and less biblically oriented Mm -hmm. secular judaism oh we hate that don't we folks they they man christians hate secular stuff yes like someone who breaks against the religion and chooses not to be a part of an abrahamic religion get out of here yeah Oh, this is where they talk about the whole, like, oh, the, the okay, evil yeah, Muslims yeah. put this cemetery this here part, to I, keep Elijah from right. going to the I, I think this is why I thought it came up before, was because the, Ben Judah kind of breaks a little bit, and this is when he's like, and to show you how deep the animosity between the Muslim and the Jew, uh, look at the cemetery the Muslims have built just inside the fence here. Meaning, like, traditionally, Elijah will lead the Jews to the temple in triumph. And but he they can't, can't walk, and he through, can't the walk through there. Gotcha. Got your asses. Got your asses. Yeah, but Benjamin doesn't like that. Yeah, and again, I don't know anything about this. My no. assumption is they probably did it on purpose. <laughs> but I mean, it might have been. Who fucking knows? Yeah, it's definitely a talking point that they did it on purpose. But yes. I don't know if that. I don't know how true that is. That is beyond our. Um, if we expertise. if we lived in a different world and we you know in America were more Muslim positive, we could see this as keeping away outsiders or something in a way that's like yeah. not bad. It's all how you spin things, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> at this moment, Buck is fumbling with his camera because he wants to record what Ben is saying, but he notices, actually, the camera's still on. Oh, what's that? It was recording the whole time Whoa. that the, the terrorist attack happened? I think it was just his uh, recorder, not his camera. No, it was the camera because there's video of it. I didn't think they said video. No, they did. Did you say MP3? No. Mine says MP3 what recorder. What the fuck yeah. are you saying... <laughs> No, it was tape recorder. Tape, yeah. But he but he talks about seeing it. No. Look at this. I got the attack on tape. He around the machine to where they heard gunfire screaming, then the man fell and the weapon clattered in his mind's eye. Uh, in his mind's on eye. On the tape. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're it's right. It's a tape. But why did they say MP3? Mine was an MP3. <laughs> 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 okay. You okay. can be like, I can get so many songs. There have so many gigs. Oh my god. So they both really agree funny. that they're Okay, no, recorders. I actually mis- so I misunderstood what was going on. No, I thought it, I thought it was like a camera too, but luckily early they said the word MP3. So <laughs> there I go. Well, so because I thought what there was because I thought what was happening was that when they first saw it, it looked like fire, but then it was actually wind. But it's like no, it just mm-hmm. sounded like wind right. on the tape recorder. Right, because it's 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 like here's a little bit of proof this is actually happening, but it just sounds like wind, but more importantly, it is in Hebrew. It's in Hebrew. That's the, yes, that's the important part. So right. th- there, there's obviously something supernatural happening where in the moment people who are listening to them in real time hear them in their own languages, but everyone else, like on the news and whatever, right. hears them in Hebrew. Yeah. And, uh, Ben Judah and them are, st- and Buck are, are still kind of shaken up. And I was looking at the bottom left of my Kindle where it says, Two minutes left in chapter. <laughs> I was like, "God damn it! Shit! Shit! I want to! I want to know what happened so bad." Uh, and as Buck is saying, "I 
believe your Messiah has already come. And then Ben Judah responds, responds, I know you do, young man. I'll be interested to hear what the two preachers say when you tell them that. Kind of sounds like Ben Judah also thinks that. Mm-hmm. And that's why he, he's leading with it. Cause you know, he, he knows the two witnesses are yeah. God as hell. Yeah. So we end the chapter with a, a one final Raper section. Um, Raper calls Sleep Blank to be like, yo, is Buck dead? <laughs> um, and, and we get another, uh, I think at least a third time, um, confirming how much right. Carpathia hates the two witnesses. Because Steve says to Raper, the Secretary General believes those two should be arrested and tried for murder. <laughs> he doesn't understand why the Israeli military seems so impotent. <laughs> and, and then he does realize, like, yeah, Caprizi wants to fucking snipe him. It's like, it'd be so easy to clear it out for the day Just and then shoot, shoot him, the him with a gun, throw a grenade, or even a missile. And then Rafer does a real, like, Republican dad moment where he's, like, spoken like a true pacifist <laughs> about Kirby. Get his ass. Shut the fuck up, Rafer. Get his ass, Shut Rayford. up. Hell yeah. Shut up. Uh, and that's the end of the chapter. Yep. I I want to I want to read more. I know. I want to know what happens. I want to know what happens. What comes next? Oh, my god. Who's going to give birth to a crisp next? I'm spooked. It's going to be so, like... It's only in a couple hours. They're going to go to the the little dirt shack oh and talk God. to the two guys. Are, do you think we're going to get Nikolai doing anything extra evil by the end of this book? We have to. I hope right? so. I want him. To, I want to see his eyes glow. Yeah, <laughs> like do something. I don't know. Yeah. He, yeah, he has to you kill see someone. Him, we see him drinking like a glowing beverage. It's like, oh, that's why he doesn't oh. drink alcohol. He only he only drinks. Uh, antifreeze. My <laughs> my friggin' copy is probably gonna be like he's drinking adrenochrome. <laughs> That's what he's actually yeah. drinking. Hey, the can you make my porns into flak MP4s? What? It's a little joke about um, file types. My that. my book be mentioning file types. Uh, wait, no, it doesn't. Well, MP3. Oh, player, MP3. Okay, which okay, is okay. A file type. I do. I continue to be just absolutely delighted every time we uncover one of these very small changes. Oh yeah. I I mean, we've probably missed a million of them. Oh, I'm sure we have. But it's so funny it's when so you're like weird. when you're like. Oh, there were VHS tapes or whatever, and you're like, "Oh, you mean a satellite phone?" <laughs> yeah, I need to. Uh, I need to go back and look to see what they said was there. I think it just said TVs and satellite phones. Maybe something else. I just, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, maybe it was like computers or something. I don't know. It's a little like game for me. In yeah, there. I need to start paying attention to it more. And be like, I should ask him if this thing is different. Well, the fact that he reading. just says, so it's possible my book said button up denim shirt but yours didn't say button no it didn't it just says denim shirt and i do remember for a fact it said button up yeah yeah no it it because they like the thought of them like going back through me like no this is too dorky yeah, but, like, what, they, what they keep is so telling exactly it's, it's so hilarious strange. well this is why i just think that these books are fascinating just to get into the mind of these people who right. wrote it like well, what's going on in there and when i googled it to try to figure out why it's a 777 versus 757 <laughs> Tim is haunted by it this. wasn't like that big of a deal where apparently there's a ton of fucking changes, so I definitely want to see a what did they change for the boring covered versions of of the yeah books. yeah. So wow, well, um, I know we've been saying it, but we're in it. Yeah, man. Like, no, we continue to get deeper into it. I and I hope that now that we've gotten again gone past the whole. Chloe and Buck yes. boring yes. shit. We'll never have to do that again. I, I mean, think. we're going to have to do something with Amanda and Rayford, I guess. But maybe they'll be less annoying about well, it. Well, yeah, they might have to sell us about it. So it's like she's a real handsome woman who knew her oh place. Oh, my God. They're totally – they're going to, like, say she has salt and pepper hair. I think she does have salt <laughs> and pepper hair because I remember something about that. Or I could be misremembering. Who knows? Because Irene had gray hair too, right? But, I don't remember. Or did I just make that up? 
in my brain. I don't know. Um, I, 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 it's interesting to me how little I remember of these books. When I thought, is that I their knew. power that they just like leave? There's like like a sieve in your brain. You just like they just leave your yeah, brain. Yeah, I mean, like I, I've said before. I mean, even somewhat vaguely religious family members were like, "Oh, weird. That's crazy <laughs> that that happens in this book." Because I'm probably just more focused on the cool shit, like the the, the meteors and the scorpion Right, right, right. So you're not absorbing like the other pieces of it. Yeah, because it gets so fucking crazy. So, like, what do I care about all this, like, boring shit? I I'm just, falling asleep in the back of a Dodge Caravan going to visit my sister. Cause that's yeah. Simple. I just was, I don't even really remember exactly how old I was because I don't remember when, like, they became – I mean, I know when they came – the books came out, but I can't remember when I was reading them. Mm-hmm. Like, when they became really popular. I mean, I was definitely – I want to say I was in, like, 12-year-old range. Yeah, it must have been around 1999 – the year 2000 okay. for me. Because I mean, that would, be cor- that would be exactly 12 to 13. That yeah, feels where, correct. Um, we were visiting my, like I said, sister. So we would, we would put them in, um, yeah. So basically 99, 98 ish. Right around the millennium. Yeah. Even though I was quoted as saying, uh, Y2, uh, uh, Y2K and the, uh, uh, 9-11, uh, made them more popular when I had like consumed almost all of them before. Oh that my happened, God. So. <laughs> uh, it's funny how memory works, gang. Yep. Don't trust your own memory. Don't. Don't trust yours or anyone. So right? true. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we have a fun uh, uh, Patreon that you can subscribe to. If you wanted to hear our previous episodes weeks early, uh, you go to patreon.com slash content hole. You won't hear this one early. You might hit. No. I think it's going to be late for both people. I'm not Sorry. Gonna, uh, just, I'm still going to try to post it tomorrow. But, yeah, but it's not going to be early. Right, right, right. If I was a good boy, I'd edit it today, but I, I don't want to. <laughs> Listen, it's it's hard out there. It's hot. It's hot. Like, come on. Come on. Um, we also do all sorts of other things on there. People chatting. It's a good place to mm-hmm. get wrecks on games. People are like, hey, what are you playing on your Steam Deck? Anything good in the Steam Summer Sale? Things of that nature. Check it out. Patreon.com slash content hall. Feel free to sub for a month. Consume everything and then and do what you will. Do what you need to do, man. Listen. Yeah. If you've got if you've got the cash to support us, we we appreciate it. But if you don't, that's okay. Yep. And our um, downspout of our backyard gutter fell again. So uh, <laughs> Damn it, I, I forgot I, about that. I tried to fix it and it didn't work. So it means I might need to uh, step it up a little bit. So. Uh, every dollar helps. Yeah. You know, every, every head bowed, every eyes closed. If you have any money to just go to patreon.com. Put it in the, the offering plate. Yeah, put it in the offering plate. Put a, <laughs> just $6 and 66 cents. Yeah. And maybe some tax. I don't deal. really know how any of that shit works. Um, we really appreciate it. it. We, you know, I'm, I am a full-time content creator, but no, I'm only able to do that because Jennifer has a real job. So we're not full, t- you're not, we're not two full timers. Yeah, but so then, but helpful. then it also is the thing that kind of, I mean, I guess I'm probably never going to be not working my normal job, but is when you, when I have to do real work at my normal job, it gives me less energy to do these things. True. So all I have to say is when you give to the Patreon, it does make me be like, damn, I guess I actually need to do some stuff. So it helps me motivate myself to, to create things. And as we said, the extra money helps sometimes too of like, oh, we can order food instead of, Cooking, meaning more energy to exactly. do things. Exactly. But really, just give if you like it, whatever. Yeah. You don't need to hear yeah. the sob story. But again, we are a religious 
themed podcast, so we gotta do the cell. We have to. <laughs> we have to do it. Look to your left, look to your yeah. right, or pass around the office. Passing plate. that plate around. You don't wanna be, it's gonna be awkward if you just don't put, if you put something in the envelope. Okay, you know? and like, also, we're not even like asking for 10% like the church does. Yeah. So like, honestly, this is a deal. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would accept it. Whatever you make, I would, I would totally accept 10% of whatever you Absolutely. make. Absolutely. But if it, it if it causes you any hardship, don't worry about don't it. Don't do it. You know, it yeah. is what it is. We love you. We love you. Uh, follow us on Twitter at TribFarsePod. Uh, same with Instagram, which we never post to. You can oh. shoot us emails at tribulationfarce at gmail.com. As always, thanks for the emails. They're really fun to read. Um, you can follow me on Twitter right now uh, at Tim Lanning. But I also have a blue, a blue Sky and Instagram and things like that. But I have a link tree. Linkter.ee slash Tim Lanning. I assume if you Google Linktree Tim Lanning, uh, that'll give you all your links. But also my Twitter has it there. Yeah. Um, I'm also on Twitter and Blue Sky now. Uh, same name. Jennifer Cheek. Hell yeah. Both of them. You know. All right. Like a thief of the night, we are gone. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.